because I don't want to feel like shit anymore. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of I Didn't Cry Today. My name is Paige Burnhope. I'm Mo Benita, and this is episode five. Five? Five. Five. Who would have thunk? I know. We're very good and, like, super consistent. I'm proud of us. Like, this every other week thing, I think, is working out great. I think so, too. Um, I I don't think I can manage every week because we have real jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't quit my day job yet, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Please sponsor us, anyone. (laughs) (laughs) So we can both quit and just do this full time. Um, Well, did you cry this week, Paige? Um not like fully cried but I just have been seeing like a lot of like videos of old people on TikTok and those make me kind of like tear up because they're so cute I love old people that kind of ties in with Sammy from last week I know like so did you cry this week Jeez. once again I can't think of like a specific moment when I cried but I teared up a few times and I don't remember why um I bet Susan will listen to this and be like this is exactly why you cried this week, but I forgot to write them down. So in my mind, I did not cry. I do have an email to read and it's from Susan. Okay. So we'll, we'll read that once we're done with all of our updates. Um, right. Did anything special happen to you this week? Anything fun, exciting? Um, well, let's see. Um, I went to Susan's daughter's birthday party and let me tell you, that was the best contraception um, ever because I was in a house with a contraception. Is that the wrong word for that? Contraception. No, that's conception. I was thinking conception, <laughs> like when the baby is made. <laughs> no, I was like, isn't like that. Anyways, it was the best birth control for me. Uh, oh, contrast. Oh, now this makes sense. <laughs> It was the first, it was the best birth control for me because I was in her house with like 10, eight year olds for like three hours. It was too much. Uh, so I'm good on kids right now. Um, but I spent my Saturday at her house at her daughter's birthday party. And then we got a new car. Chase got a new car. Yeah, I know. I was so excited for him. Cross tracks are so cute. Or manly, in his case. Yes, very manly. We've really glowed up. Oh, he has, for sure, um, with the car. So that's exciting. Um, Oh, my gosh. Last night at work, (laughs) I was there at, like, 10 p.m., and we were in one of the buildings taking out the trash because I just said that we would do that. And it's very scary at night because the only lights in there, it's so dark. The only lights that are showing are like the glowing green, like exit signs. And I'm with Susan and we turn the lights on. We're taking out the trash and all of a sudden all the lights turn off. And I almost peed myself. Um, And then we, I've never ran so fast in my life um, to get out of that building. And then we called one of the supervisors to send a 17-year-old girl to help us because she's much braver than me and Susan are. Um, and we finished taking out the trash, but I a probably... If I, you... Yeah, she literally saved my life. <laughs> yeah, a true hero you are. 
So if I cried at all, it was probably because I was so scared <coughs> that all the lights. Because I'm scared of the dark. You are? Yes. Oh. Weenie. <laughs> you never know what lurks in the darkness, you know? So, so yeah. If I cried at all, that was why. But okay. What have you been up to? Um, I went to Moab this past weekend. I went hiking and jeeping with my family. Um, didn't hit any of the national parks. They're just too touristy for me. But <laughs> I did see your Insta pic. I was super cute. Shout out okay. to my aunt who took that. Hi, Becky. You. You've been wanting a shout out. <laughs> um, I also, an ad for Hollister showed up on my Instagram. Um, <laughs> I only have shopped at Hollister since I was maybe 15 years old. Um, but I went on their website and I picked out some like really cute stuff for summer. So, <laughs> and it was like everything was on sale. And so yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I was getting like super cute tanks for like 10 bucks. So oh, I yeah. definitely bought a bunch of stuff from Hollister and I just thought I'd mention it because you were the Hollister employee of the year. So I mean, that's probably not true, but I did work there for so long. Literally, okay, I have the shit. My whole outfit today is Hollister. I'm a 23-year-old woman. But, like, you know, Hollister jeans are great. American Eagle jeans yeah. are great. Like, you know, like, yeah. and I feel like they're reasonably plat price most of the time, too. So I'm just going to continue to wear them. This, you know, let me live my I, I also feel like Hollister and Abercrombie have really, like, stepped up their game. Yeah, and I think. Yeah. I think I didn't feel quite as weird about it is because I saw a bunch of influencers doing a haul from Abercrombie. I know they got paid for it, but I was like, those that stuff's cute though. So I was like, I think that's do. Yeah. It's like good quality. Like I've had this stuff for so long. I well, because at Hollister, you don't always have to wear Hollister, but you, we got a discount, so you might as well like wear yeah. all the Hollister clothes. And I still wear Hollister clothes all the time. Uh it is what it is. Once a brand rep, always a brand rep, you know. So I like it. I'll never judge you. <laughs> My personality trait is that I once worked at Hollister. <laughs> so obviously both have pretty exciting weeks of <laughs> we're so lame. Okay. This is from okay. Okay, Susan okay. and it is um the title or the subject line says Monica sucks. <laughs> you just addressed it to me. So <laughs> <laughs> utmost betrayal. Yes, Paige. I need to tell you about the reason I cried this week. I was very under the influence, and I was listening to music and thought of Monica. I called her, and she didn't answer, so I cried. I was doing good until then, so she sucks. Thought you should know, Susan, sent from my phone. <laughs> she called me at 11 p.m. Um, Susan, you are a mother. Her this is after her daughter's birthday party that I was just at all day. She also wanted me to add, because she told me that she sent that, but I didn't really know what it said. And then she wanted me to add, just the other day, she also cried. Firstly, congrats, Susan. She got a promotion at work. Woohoo. I'm so happy yes, for you, yeah. Susan. Um, Chase also got a promotion. I forgot to add that. So we're also happy for him. <laughs> um, so Susan cried again because she got that promotion. She was really happy. And she cried because I gave her one of my crystals to hold, because you know I collect crystals. Um, because she was anxious, and then the bitch lost it. <gasps> I know! Oh, 
I said, girl, this has been charging in moon water from the super moon and you lost it. So she cried because she was really sad that she lost my rock. Gosh darn it, Susan. Um, But if you have any funny stories or reasons that you want to tell us why you cried, email us at ididentcrytoday at gmail.com. We would love to read them. I get so excited every single time there's an email in our inbox. So... So this week, we're really excited. We're going to be talking about kind of creating healthy habits, Um, a difficult thing for me to do personally, but we're going to have our friend and previous roommate, Alexi, hop on. She's 23. She just moved to California from Utah, um, where she's from, where we all went to college. She's currently obsessed with the gym, nutrition, and overall health. Uh, She's a huge nerd for anything Marvel. Disney or Star Wars. She'd also like to mention that her best friend is three years old. Uh, not seriously, of course, but you know, you know how it is. So yeah, we're really excited to have Lexi on this week to help us talk about making healthy habits and being the person that you want to be. Yeah, super excited. I'm just excited that we're going to have our first guest on. I think that's just like, it's fun for us. So you get to listen to somebody else talk besides me and Mo. Um, you know why what? would you want that? I don't know. So I forgot to tell you that, um, Chase's friend's, um, girlfriend listens to the pod. Shout out <gasps> Ellie. Love you. <laughs> okay. She just wanted, she told me that when she first started listening, she couldn't tell the difference between the two of us. Cause we sounded the same. And I said, that's because we're both basic bitches. So we sound the same. <laughs> So, hi, Lexi. We're so excited to have you this week. Hi, how are you? Hi, doing great. Um, Lexi, we have to ask, uh, did you cry this I did not. Oh. I didn't. What about last week? No, I don't cry a lot these days. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so I don't know. Life's good. I don't really cry a whole ton. <laughs> God bless. I know. I know. It's weird compared to the once a week during college days. Yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. Three times a day. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was very emotionally unwell. Um, This is true. We all were. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So to kind of start this off, um, Lexi, we just kind of want to talk about how and why you started your journey to kind of health and fitness. Because I remember when we were in college, Firstly, you weren't like the happiest where like with where your body was, like none of us were. But I remember you tried like a bunch of different like diets and like you went keto for a while and you tried like all these different things. So we wanted to talk about like what's changed and things like that. Yeah, so basically when in college, freshman fifteen, we all love it. Um but I guess like growing up I never had like a healthy nutrition lifestyle, but I was super active, so it didn't matter. So when you took the active away, hello, weight gain, hello, drinking every weekend, um, adds up. So (laughs) I think it was our last semester of college when I kind of started being like, yo, I don't love where I'm at right now. So I started trying to count my calories and I gave myself a limit of like 1200 and I was writing it all down in a notebook. Wasn't like, it really wasn't doing anything for me. I thought it was kind of getting me there. But then I did that kind of for a little bit um, through the end of our senior year. And then after we graduated, I did keto and that was awful. Um, 
Yeah, it was so awful and it doesn't work. It's not sustainable. You have to like, it's obviously cutting out all your carbs, but as someone with a huge sweet tooth, yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. Um, and it leads to a ton of like binging and restricting. So it's very unhealthy. Yeah. I was going to say, doesn't, I feel like keto, a lot of people that do it, they'll lose a bunch of weight right off the bat, but as soon as they stop, they'll gain like double the amount back. Yes, exactly. Um, I gained like, I mean, I lost like 10 pounds like that month that I did it. It came back like as soon as I started eating regularly again, though, just because it's not sustainable. You're not meant to live without carbs. Yeah. And keto, I like was reading about it. Keto was invented for kids with like epilepsy. Like it stops seizures for kids with epilepsy. So it's not made for like healthy, active adults. Like it was created for like a purpose of like helping children not have like seizures. Mm -hmm. So like, why are we doing that? (laughs) Exactly. Diet trends, diet fads. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what are you doing now? So then after I did keto, I found my way onto Instagram and found kind of like the world of like Instagram fitness influencers. And that's how I learned about counting macros, which is basically just tracking your food, but it's tracking more than just your calories. It's breaking down the fats, carbs, and proteins of what you're eating. So that way you are getting like the balanced nutrition of what you're supposed to be eating rather than just calories that could be filled with anything. So I've been doing that for probably about a year now and it's so like easy so sustainable and it's like completely changed my overall physique and even my mental state with it because there's so much freedom that comes with it like what do you think that the hardest part was when you started not knowing anything like I basically failed nutrition freshman year um I looking back, I'm like, it was so easy. It's carbs, protein, it's fats, you know, it's all so easy, but like, I really didn't know anything about it. And the hardest part is just learning. Um, once you can kind of grasp those like three basic macronutrients, the rest of it becomes like a lot easier and like understanding, Oh, this, this works or like finding for yourself what does and doesn't work. And then like to build off of that, when you first started, did you bump into times when you're like, this is hard, like, I'm not going to do it anymore. And like, if you did, how did you overcome that? Because I think that's a lot of people's struggles. Like they start something and they're like, this is actually way harder than I thought. Like, how did you overcome doing that? Well, the biggest struggle at first was I was still restricting myself a ton. I was still trying to do this all on like a good 12, 1300 calories, which is not a lot, (laughs) which is not a lot of food. So now like once you, and that leads to still overeating on the weekend, still having that treat and just kind of overall binging still because you're restricting yourself too much. So overcoming that part was by increasing my calories and eating like a steady like 17 or 800 calories to lose weight, which is so doable still. And obviously that all depends on the person. But then like you just have to commit to yourself. Like on the days that it seems hard, you have to think about, okay, why am I doing this? What makes me get up in the morning to go to the gym? What makes me track every single thing that I eat? Because I don't want to feel like shit anymore. Um, And so, and that reason changes so much over time. Like before it was, I don't want to feel like shit anymore. Now it's because I want to be strong and healthy and do all the things. So it definitely changes as you run through it. And you just have to keep reiterating that to yourself. Yeah. And I think that's 
I think the hardest part for anybody is just starting this journey. Like you can look in the mirror and like know that you're not confident in your body and you don't like what you look like at the time. And like, but I think you, I think a lot of people will maybe do something for two weeks and then like drop it after that. So is that what, did you have any of those struggles with doing something short term at the beginning and then like trying to pick, trying to pick it back up again and then dropping it again and picking it back up. Does that make sense? Yeah. The first few months that I was like tracking, I didn't do it very consistently. And when you like are choosing a plan for yourself or wanting to start like going on this fitness journey and stuff, you have to think, okay, can I do this for longer than 30 days? If the answer is no, it's probably not the right way to do it. If the answer is yes, then you can probably start working towards that goal. But it's also about when you're starting, don't overload yourself with too many new things at once. Don't be like, hey, I'm going to do this, 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 and this all starting tomorrow. Maybe one week be like, hey, I'm going to try to drink a gallon of water every day this week. And the next week you're going to do that and maybe get like 10,000 steps in a day. And maybe after that, you'll start tracking all your food. And so just like each week adding something new instead of trying to change everything about your life all at once. Oh, that's a really good tip. <laughs> um, so like, some, I've like completely like changed my diet. I had some health problems and now I like am very much like fat free on a, well, as much as I can be, which makes my macros almost perfect all the time. So <laughs> since I started trying my food for like health benefits um, and I've lost 12 pounds in case anyone wanted to know. Um, Yay. But um, how do you, something that I struggle with a lot is eating at restaurants. What is like going out to eat with people, I just, I look up what the nutrition facts are. I'm like, I can't eat here. Or can I have a salad with no dressing, please? Mm-hmm. So like, what are your tips for like uh, going out to eat and like still maintaining um, your diet and like your healthy lifestyle while at restaurants or drinking and like being out with friends? Yeah. So eating at restaurants is hard. And even I still struggle with this because I go out and I'm like, wow, I want all the things on the menu, but you don't want to completely ruin it for yourself. But obviously looking at the menu beforehand, checking it out, see what you can. But then some easy things are order off the kid's menu. It's usually a great portion size. Um, I mean, chicken fingers, they're not too bad, but some like places you can get like a small spaghetti with chicken. That's so easy. Or if you always just look at the menu and be like, okay, start with your protein. So go towards one of the more like the chicken or steak or just a higher protein option rather than go into the salad or the pasta. Or if you're getting like veggies and really anything else, just ask that they don't cook it in oil, which I've learned that a lot of people don't care if you don't ask. Like if you ask, they won't cook it in oil. Really? Yeah. You just have to like mention it. I still feel weird about like saying it, but just ask like not to cook in oil. And then when you get your food, kind of like be look at it before you dive in and be like, okay, what are the sizes here? What can I eat? Because usually they're a lot bigger than what you should be eating or what you would be eating at home. I usually, last time I went out to a restaurant, I just like cut my meal in half and literally mm-hmm. pushed it to the other side of the plate. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is what I can't eat. Like, so. That's something that like came up for me recently. I'm like, just because I have it all in front of me doesn't need like me and I need mm-hmm. to eat the whole thing. And that was like. I, that's so simple to think about now, but in the moment, I'm like, oh yeah, I should eat all this because I don't want to waste it, but oh, I can just take it home and it's not going to benefit me if I eat all of it. And then I'm too full. And then I feel icky because I ate too much. Like, 
there's so many times in college that I did that all the time and I just like felt yeah I did that all the time in college like I feel like I oh yeah ate so much like oh we all did so much and we we had some crazy eating outs eating outs or just like we would get we would what go to pizza cart cart and eat a whole pizza like who are we you know get three appetizers each at Applebee's (laughs) Oh yeah. <laughs> and we finish them and then on top of that get like two or three drinks. Yeah. Just and then with drinks. and then with drinking alcohol, you kinda of have to just to learn to get like, you know, maybe the shot of tequila is way better for you than the sugary drink is gonna be. It might not taste as great, but it does the job either way. Or just like getting vodka sodas, which are so basic, but they're like only have the calories from the alcohol. Because believe it or not, alcohol has calories, which I didn't believe for the longest time. I, like, want to go off that, too, and just, like, <laughs> I think it's okay sometimes, right, to, like, indulge yourself and, like, mm-hmm. order the sugary drink, oh, yeah. order the dessert. Because, like you said earlier, when you cut all that stuff out and, like, put a negative connotation to, like, having those things, it, like, guilt trips you, you feel awful mm-hmm. about it, and you don't need that. You just, like, need to, you hear this all the time, like, you just need to eat in moderation or do this in moderation. But yeah, just, and to yeah. overindulge some days is completely okay. It's not going to ruin your progress. One of my favorite quotes right now is, it's the sum of what you do, not sum of what you do. So, like, it's the overall total rather than the little things that matter. So, like, if you're going out and overindulging every single Saturday night, that's going to have an effect. But if it's, like, here and there, who cares? Live life. Bro, like, we're going to Miami. Oh, yeah, I'm not days. tracking a single thing that weekend. Like it's times like that. Sometimes memories over macros is the better thing. Memories over macros. That's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of wanted to dive in and ask like, what does your like day to day routine look like? So I'm a morning gym goer, which I know not everyone is, but I, I get up at 5am and go to the gym and I'm home and have to be online by like 730 so that's how I get up. I get up. I most, yeah, that's about my day. But I usually the night before will plan out my food for the next day. So that way, if I like enter all into my fitness pal, which is the tracking app, um, I can see, I can already know what I'm going to eating that next day. So that way, like, I don't have to eat something and be like, oh crap, that's over. That's not what I'm allowed for the day. So I always do that the night before I get up, go to the gym and then I just work all day, but I usually have like a big breakfast. I have a little... It's like a McDonald's egg McMuffin knockoff that I do that's healthy, I guess. And then I always add protein in my coffee, which sounds weird, but it's good. If you have good every protein. Every day on your story. <laughs> I do have it every single day, except I had Eggo waffles today, which were good. I thought you only had those on Fridays. No, those are Mickey waffles that I oh. make. Oh, okay. Eggos. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that's basically... My day, I mean, I work a desk job throughout the day. So I try to get up and take walks like throughout different periods to make 10K steps because um, that's difficult. Do you, also try- do you make 10K steps? Because it's so hard. Yes, and it is so hard. I literally walk almost every day. I give myself like one day that I don't make it. Um, I walk around the house a lot. Oh, Like I walk. I'll like get up or when it's, yeah, or I'll just kind of like prance in place, like walking and like jumping in place around the house to get my steps in. Yeah. So I, but like, 
I have a standing desk at work and I thought that would help me get my steps in and like my standing time in. It doesn't. My watch thinks I sit down. So <laughs> yeah, but there'll be days where I'm standing for like an hour and a half and it's like time to stand. It's, like, don't you know I've been standing for two hours? Like I have a standing desk and so sometimes I just don't even use it. <laughs> Yeah, but really the key is to like just move more throughout the day, which I notice when I don't move throughout the day, especially like after lunch when it like helps your digestion so much. Yes. And it helps you not get sleepy. Like I just wanted, I wanted to talk about that because obviously Lexi is a morning person. I absolutely cannot relate. Um, Lexi and Paige both know this from college. I hate mornings. I'm late to everything. I, I literally was late to this call. Um, <laughs> I'm like late. And so just because your schedule doesn't exactly match the Instagram influencer or your friends that are doing it doesn't mean that you're failing because I think it's so easy, right? To like compare yourself and be like, oh my gosh, Lexi wakes up and goes to the gym at 5 a.m. And I'm like, I'm still in bed. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. we're different. We have different schedules and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's just not what works for me. Yeah, so but I it works for her and that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm an after-work gym goer. So yeah. I go to the gym every single day after work um, at 5.30 or 5. Depends on the day. But yeah, like I just, different like, things work different for everyone. Yeah, so like something that I do is that I – so I, if I don't do this, I will not go to the gym. I pack my um, gym clothes that I'm going to wear to the gym the next day, <laughs> and I just bring them to work with me, so I just go straight there after. So, like, oh. I don't go home. I don't go anywhere else. Like, like I have my stuff. I have to go to the gym. Except on Saturdays. I've been going to Saturday workouts at 8 in the morning. And I hate myself for it. But. See, and one thing for morning pers- workouts, I've never struggled getting up. I've always, I've always been able to wake up pretty early. But one person that I follow, she said she used to sleep in her gym clothes. So she just had to roll out of bed and walk out, put on her shoes and walk out the door, basically. Um. So it's like, if you want to be that morning gym goer, but you can't get yourself to do it, there's a hack, I guess. <laughs> or, or just go after work. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, don't be as extra, but lay your clothes out, I guess. Yeah. I saw this meme on probably Twitter or something, and it was like, if you want to be a morning person, just drink a lot of water before you go to bed, and then you wake up at like five to pee, mm-hmm. and then just stay up. <laughs> That's exactly it. I wake up, I would wake up at three and then just lay there. <laughs> I wake up at like three and then usually like five minutes before my alarm. And then I'm really mad. Rude. <laughs> okay. okay. You mentioned earlier that you have a sweet tooth. Same Z's. Uh, you Same. know this. You all got candy all the time in college. How, how do you satisfy your sweet tooth without like just eating candy all the time? Because I remember all of us used to have like a stash of candy right next to our beds and we just like eat candy when we were bored. Roll over the middle and I take a bite of candy. Yeah, the bag of Skittles. <laughs> um, basically, plan a treat into your day when you're planning the rest of your food. So every day I always put whatever treat I want in first before I even plan like out the rest of my meals. Um, so that way you have something to look forward to and that way you're like, oh, I don't need this piece of candy because I'm getting this pudding later or I don't know what you plan <laughs> in. I'm having pudding tonight. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Is it the sugar-free pudding? It is. Uh, from Jello. I like that. Yes. Those are good. Yeah. But so basically just have a treat to look forward to or like if it is something you can't control yourself around, like if you, if you know you're going to snack in it all day, if it's there, either don't buy it 
because that way it's not in the house, or put it on like a really high shelf and out of sight. Or I guess if you're like a tall person, put it on like the bottom shelf. Um, something that I saw you do on your Instagram story or some, or your Instagram you talked about was, was Cadbury eggs, like being your weakness. And same, actually. And I was like so mad because my mom bought them. And I was like, why did you buy these? And then you uh-huh. talked about how even just the serving size on there can satisfy your sweet tooth. And then you feel like you don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, I definitely started when those were at my house. That's something that I did too. was like, after I read that, I was like, Oh my God, you're right. I can just read what the serving size is. I don't need two handfuls. Like uh-huh. I started doing the same thing because like, this is kind of like a waste of bags, but it helped me. Yeah. In the long run, I'd like take the chips out of the original bag and then put them into separate bags that are like, have the serving mm-hmm. size in them. So I literally I, like, did that the other day. I bought yeah. like a big bag of barbecue chips and I like weighed each little bag out. And so that when I want a bag of chips, they're already weighed. I'm not going to sit and eat 10 chips out of the bag before I decide that I actually want the chips. Yeah. Because yeah. I have, I mean, that was mm-hmm. my thing is I just reach into the bag blindly and I'd like get distracted and just be eating because I was like bored or distracted. And I'd eat half the bag when I didn't mean to. I was like, I only really needed like four of these, but mm-hmm. I ate half it. So that's like something that I've been doing more recently too. Um, that helps me a lot. I do that with my work snacks. <laughs> I I also do that. I have like the half, like the half, you know, the sandwich bag, yeah. the, the half size. Yeah. That's what I use. And I bring those to work with my snacks in them. <laughs> Maybe like, I'm I should not do- a big, like, sorry. I'm like not a big meal person like I don't eat like big meals I need to snack throughout the day because Mm -hmm. that's what like gets me through yeah it's helpful when you have them already prepackaged, and especially if like you are someone that runs late in the mornings to have them already prepackaged out so that way you have it planned I'm late all the time I understand (laughs) (laughs) that's why it works great for you (laughs) it doesn't help that I can just roll into work I just show up at Mm -hmm. like 11 I'm like I'm here I work from my kitchen <laughs> depends on the day for me so <laughs> whenever I want that day <laughs> going back to talking about the gym we kind of went back to mm-hmm. food but going back to the gym I know a lot of people I know I was this way when I first started like working out every day I was so self-conscious about going to the gym and what people were thinking about me and like if I'm doing things right or wrong and stuff how do you how did you get over your gym anxiety So yeah, the gym anxiety is a real thing. And I was actually, so first things first, go with a friend. If you have the option, if you have a friend that will go with you. When I first started going to the gym, I went with my mom every day and you kind of have someone to like hold your hand a little bit and like show you what to do. But then when I moved out here to California a few months ago, I just got set up going to a gold's gym, which is as scary as it gets, you know, by myself. I'm terrified. And so like the two biggest things that I've learned have helped if depending on the size of the gym, I guess, go in and spend five or 10 minutes on the treadmill and looking around that way you can scout out like what's available. Okay. I need this machine. It's over here. Then I'm going to go to that one over there and kind of like plan your route through the gym almost. And then that way you can do that. Go in with a plan of what you're going to do. If like it stresses you out going, go like write down your plan beforehand before you get there. That way you can go and put blinders on and not look around. And as far as like fearing that people are looking at you, everyone at the gym is too focused on themselves. 
they are not paying attention to you. They do not give a shit what you're doing. Unless you're doing something like really, really weird. No one doesn't care. <laughs> you know, those TikToks? I was just going to say, you know, those like videos of people like spying on the gym of someone that's just like completely, I don't know, but they clearly don't care what they're doing. Like they're doing them. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, the gym that I go to is, first of all, I started going with my mom and I mean, like she still does go, but um, they have trainers there and they program a different workout for you every mm. single day. And I think if I ever went to a different gym, like to a Planet Fitness or a Gold's or a Vasa or something like that, um, that was something that could really help me because now I actually mm-hmm. know what to do before mm-hmm. that. Like, it's really expensive for me to go to this gym, but um, now I know what's happening, what I should be doing, proper form and all that stuff mm-hmm. too. But also I just really like that somebody else programs my workout for me <laughs> so. yeah and planning your own workouts is hard that's, which yeah that's how my gym did it too the one back home they programmed and now when I'm at Gold's I actually there's a few people that I follow on Instagram that have like an app that you can like spend a little bit of money and get their programmed workouts like every week so that way you still don't have to do that for for it yeah the thing is though like I feel like when you're really ready to start this journey you have to invest a little bit that is because true. you do if you don't invest at all you're like that's when the two-week thing happens right you're mm-hmm. like okay I'm gonna try this and then you're like oh this is actually way more than I thought and then you drop it like mm-hmm. when I first started I talked to Lexi a lot actually because I started working with like a trainer her name mm-hmm. is Sam she's awesome um my trainer's but... name is Sam oh my god <laughs> But, like, I went to high school with Sam, and she, like, started this whole program, but she would, like, call and check in with me every single week. Mm -hmm. If, like, something I didn't – if there was something I didn't love about the workout she sent me, we'd change it up the next week. And it was really helpful because I felt like there was somebody that wasn't judging me but just wanted to help. And Mm -hmm. the app that we used, it was called – I think it was, like, called Trainerize. Yep, that's exactly what I've been using the past five months. It's I love it. It's so good. They're, like – videos so that's something I was going to add I'm like if you feel uncomfortable about going to the gym watch videos online about how to use the machines because that helped so much because I had I like I don't know how to use anything and then she sent me like home workouts for like because COVID was still going on I was like I don't really want to go to a gym where everyone's touching everything so investing in that finding a person that works really well with you Mm -hmm. or like going to classes I remember that was some of the things I love to do was like when we were in college, we like half of us took yoga, but like, that's just like a stepping stone into like being fit is like, you can be in a class with someone that's guiding you the whole time, moving your body for however long the class is. And that's like a good start. Yeah. And with investing in yourself in that sense, I know I'm going to follow a program way more if I have money on the line. So if I've like paid money towards something, I'm actually going to do it versus like telling myself, yeah, I'm going to follow this for the next two weeks. Am I actually going to? Because there's no consequence. Um, whereas with, and I'm fully for a trainer. I've been working with a trainer for like the past five or six months and it has made like an insane difference. Accountability is honestly probably the hardest thing for most people. So having that. Yeah. So like I, I, the gym I go to, I spend a chunk of change every single month. And at first I was like, oh my God. But now I'm like, I would never quit. <laughs> yeah. Ever. And like all the trainers, like the two, the owners are a couple and like, I see them every single day. And I just like, if I don't go that day or if I'm not there, like the next day I show up and they'll be like, where were you? Why weren't you here? What were you up to? <laughs> like, how come you're not here? And if they keep me accountable, but also like, 
I've just like created that relationship with them. And also something that keeps me highly motivated. Anytime I get a new workout outfit, I'm so (laughs) excited to wear it to the gym the next day. Like, I'm like, if you need more motivation, just buy new clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Really though, buy cute new outfits. That way you're excited to go. Like, and invest in a really good pair of shoes. Yes. <laughs> um, a while ago, I know that you talked about um, you lost like a bunch of weight um, at the very, not at the very beginning, but through the course of time, the scale kept moving. But now you've seen the scale very much like level out. So how do you still keep motivated and still keep pushing yourself, even though you're not seeing the scale moving? Yeah. So that one has been like a big overall barrier that I've had to overcome the past few months because I've actually gained like a good five pounds in the last few months. We know that muscle. I've seen, I've seen your biceps. Exactly. But it's still, you see that number going up and like, there are those weeks that you feel more bloated and especially understanding your body. And especially as a female, knowing like your cycle and what phase you are in throughout the month helps a ton. Like that has helped me a ton with the scale. Like when you see it go up, I'm like not freaking out. And then also just like the scale really isn't the, like the only unit of measurement out there. Like the biggest thing I um, literally have to yell at my mom, like constantly for this one is to take pictures, um, like take progress pictures, whether that be like once a month, once a week, however often you want to see that, take the pictures and compare them because that's where you're going to see the most progress. And then like, if the scale is kind of being a pain in the ass and not doing anything for you, think about like, how do your clothes feel? How do you feel when you look in the meal? Do you feel strong? Do you feel tired? Like, what is your body telling you other than that number? And, or, um, don't look at that number from day to day on the scale. Use it as just like a simple, it's data on the chart and average it out each week and look at your weekly averages instead of your day averages. I didn't yeah. myself at all at the beginning because like it made me feel awful and it like threw me back into like some like high school stuff that yeah. you know feelings about my body that were the worst and I just thought about like wow I I did my whole workout today and I did yoga and I feel really proud of myself for that and mm-hmm. even if like when I first started because I'm like I've never been like a super active person but like I'm like I moved my body more than I would have before I started this and like that's a step in the right direction versus Mm -hmm. before I would have just like came home and sat on my couch and watched TV. But even if I didn't do my whole workout, I moved a little and that's what counts. Exactly. Um, So overall, how do you like, how have you changed physically and mentally and emotionally through this journey that you've gone through what for the past year and a half, two years of like transforming your body and like just really getting into this new routine and healthy lifestyle? Like how have you changed? So the biggest thing is I have a lot more confidence in myself and what I wear. Like, we know, like I used to live in leggings and baggy t-shirts. Like that's all I wore and that's what I was comfortable in. The thought of jeans appalled me. Um, granted now I don't like wearing jeans still. They're just not comfy, but I like when I go out on the weekends or I go out anywhere, I'm wearing a lot tighter clothes. I like want to get dressed up. Like I'm not trying to hide anymore. Um, which I didn't realize that was something that I used to do, but I did. Um, so that's the biggest thing, but other than that's probably the most physical thing. Um, but mentally I am like a 180. It's funny. I was thinking the other day, I was like, looking back at my mental health in college, I thought I was stable then I wasn't 
Um, and I like, I, I was the most stable out of all of us, <laughs> but I still wasn't. So looking at where I am now, I'm like, okay, yeah. Like I have this really positive outlook on life. Like I look forward to each day. Um, and I understand like a lot more of my individual habits. Like I understand like when I'm stressed, when I have anxiety, when I'm doing all these different things. So I'm a lot like more in tune with who I am. I like, I feel like I've definitely seen that in you, like knowing you yes. from like, I was really, I mean, I wasn't really close to you freshman year at all, but knowing you sophomore year to now seeing like, firstly, you care about yourself and you show it. I see your confidence and that's like really cool to see. Um, because like you didn't, you couldn't tell, right. That you were hiding, but like we could, but like, you're just more open to everything. I can say that too. And like you're yeah. the way that you post on social media now mm-hmm. is a completely 182. And like, you can just really see like radiate, like you can really, your confidence radiates off of you now. And it like, people can really see like <laughs> that, like <laughs> that, like you are like confident in yourself and you're like, and what you're saying and what you're doing. And like, mm-hmm. you want to show the world like who you are now versus before mm-hmm. you were really, really shy about like, like even like you're writing like not but like the well, way you write like on every- Instagram now and yeah it's like I mean I was very told. unsure about who I was yeah yes. I hadn't figured it out yet yes um and lastly we just want to ask do you have any advice to like some basic advice that you want to tell people if they want to start a fitness journey yeah so kind of like what I was saying earlier don't load it all on at once take things week by week slowly change habits And then there's also like, if you're struggling, if you keep putting off starting on anything, you could be a month from now, you could be a one month into your journey or have one month of excuses behind you. So like, that's a way to like, look at where you want to be and why you aren't getting there. And also follow people on like Instagram, on social media, do your research because seeing these people every day that are like motivated and doing what you want to do really helps you get in the mindset of doing and getting yourself on this journey. But you have to be careful about that. If you can get it, if you get into the, if you're that person that compares yourself to other people, then avoid it in that sense. Yeah. I I feel like, I feel like following fitness people is very different than following like maybe an Instagram, like fashion influencer because I feel like it is so (laughs) yeah and you can really get into the habit of comparing yourself to other people but there are so many people out there nowadays that are more dedicated to putting the knowledge out there on like breaking diet culture and really just getting people healthy rather than posting pictures of themselves shaking their booty in the mirror all day I don't know (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that of course you do you (laughs) yeah (laughs) all about it's all about the content that you want mm-hmm. to consume. Don't exactly. let the, don't let your algorithm control you. You control your algorithm. Exactly. That's a good one. I just also, made that up on the fly. That's a good one. <laughs> just all alive because I saw this girl that posted like before and after pics, but they're literally just like different poses and two seconds apart with different lighting. <laughs> like people on social media like want you to see something and so they'll make it that way so just like be really wary of and find those people that that show the side that people don't show show find the people that are showing like them not flexed or that are showing hey look at my before and after just kidding these were two minutes apart just to break down the myths and like the fakeness i guess yeah i follow this girl on tiktok that 
will like show she'll wear like a she puts on like super cute outfits and then she shows a before video and an after video of she, when she eats and then she shows everyone her food baby mm. and she's like this is normal and it's like Which i love when people do yeah, that yeah so because it spreads so much better of a message especially to the young people that are on the app yeah well lexi i'm so glad you came on um like uh, you're our first guest so that Yay. Was, this has been so fun and like it's I'm so special. Something more than just me and Mo talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really excited. So do you have any social media that you want to plug for yourself? <laughs> I'm pretty active on my fitness Instagram account right now, which is becoming flexin Lex. It will also be in the episode description. Great. That's uh, okay. Go follow Lexi on Instagram. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Lexi. Okay, Okay, Um, I just wanted to say um, thank you guys for listening to this episode. I know it's like a little bit different than what we've done in the past, um, but we appreciate you guys coming to listen this week and making it all the way through, and we were very excited about having Lexi on. Uh, I feel like this was just like more educational than what we usually talk about. We learn things. Uh, It wasn't just like us talking about ourselves. So, like, thanks again, Lexi, like, I knew you were kind of nervous coming in, but I'm really glad you did that. I feel like we had a really great discussion. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, make sure to follow us on all of our social medias as well. You can follow us on Instagram at I Didn't Cry Today Pod. You can also follow us on TikTok at I Didn't Cry Today Pod. Um, you can follow Monica at. You can follow me at Much Love Mo, and you can follow Paige at P underscore Burnhope. Um, so yeah, and, and make also, sure to send us emails um, of topics that you want us to talk about. Send us an email of why you cried, a funny story, anything around the sun. We want to hear your emails. So, or you can DM us on Instagram. Either way, I don't care. I'll probably read them. Um, but email us at I didn't cry today at gmail.com. So yeah, that's it today. You. All right, cue the outro music. Bye. Thank you.